welcome to the Boltcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my workout buddy today, Court Winston. I do not like working out. I object to this on principle. That was the bell. It's time to work out. <laughs> the workout bell. Yes. Okay, so we are going to talk about slimming your waistline, shrinking your wallet. Womp, womp, womp. Let's talk about it. I know on this podcast alone, we have talked about weight loss several times and just like around the New Year's resolution episode, we talked about January. There's this big buzz for everybody to lose weight, but that seems to be a common thing. Everyone's always wanting to gain more muscle or lose a little bit of weight from whatever they've gotten lazy and lost, <laughs> gained weight or whatever. Krispy Kreme. Yes, Krispy Kreme. It always seems to be a big trend amongst a lot of people. And, you know, we talk about keeping up with the Joneses, but I think now with uh, pandemic times and stuff, people have gotten very comfortable. And so instead of showing off your great, uh, you know, Louis Vuittons or something like that, all these designer things, you're actually showing off, oh, check out my $80 leggings and my $50 sports bra. And I mean, I know Cam and Quarter wearing their $50 sports bras all day long. Right now, I'm wearing it right (laughs) now. (laughs) And it's all, oh, check out the new... What movie is that? Check out the new trainers. Is that Hocus Pocus? It may be. I have no idea. Clearly, I've had a lot of coffee and I'm energetic and these two guys are not energetic with me. But my point is that the the financial world and the fitness world go very much hand in hand. When you think about how much money is spent on the diet industry, the weight loss industry, because you have to look the part, you have to do it, you have to spend all this money. Well, I mean, fitness clubs, everything to do with with your physical appearance, from makeup to hair to plastic surgery to physical fitness, it's all a huge money-making industry because we are inherently um, sort of inclined to want to look better. Yeah, actually doing some research for this episode, found an advertisement uh, that said, you know, Women, you helped make sure the war uh, was taken care of, and now you really need to work on the next battle, the Battle of the Bulge. And it's just this advertisement to these women of trying to take care of themselves. So it is something that's been going on for a long time, which kind of brings us to our our list. We're going to round robin this, but it is a list of some of the craziest workout equipment over the past several decades. Yes. So, Katie, get it started. The Okay, the first one I've got on the list is the Bucking Bronco Machine. Exactly as it sounds. This is a mechanical machine that you ride, and it's, the, it's a, <laughs> a, thru, a, a thrusting... Just, no, just, just stop. Yep, just stop. okay. We, uh, need, we need one of those in our recording studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so number two is Walt Belt Vibrating Belt. Everybody has seen this in some old TV show or something. This is the one that has the strap around the guy's waist and it just sits there and shakes him back and forth and supposedly this is going to help you lose weight. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it must have helped because they're not around today, but I I remember seeing this black and white image of this big, big guy in the the belt frequently. Yes, I think the ad said, you know, so you could do this while eating or napping or watching TV. If if I'm thinking of the right thing, I don't think you could nap in this thing. That's what the ad said. pretty violently shaking you. I don't know. (laughs) 
Number three, Cam. Number three, uh, the Slendo Massager, a 1940s slenderizing machine. This medieval torture device was a cage made of <laughs> coiled springs. It would roll over your stomach, hips, and thighs to shake away the fat. You can do it on your legs and leave your hands to knit. I don't feel like that would fly in today's <laughs> no. women empowerment culture. No, not at all. Okay, the next one, leg springs, um, similar to today's resistance training bands, but actual coil springs strapped to your ankles. Ouch. I don't I don't even know how that would work. Okay, so the next one, number five. We're talking about workout stuff, y'all. Portable sauna known as a reducomatic became popular in the 40s. It was believed to melt fat. Yes, to, I to sweat away those pounds. And they actually had one that was you sat there and your hands just kind of came out, but they also made one that you could walk around and be sweating your fat. Yeah, well, you're not sweating your fat. You're just losing water weight, and you'll gain it back as soon as you realize that you're dehydrated and you need a glass of water. Yep. So, congratulations. What about electrical currents to remove fat? Uh, use these in small baths to stimulate blood circulation. So Ooh, you're electrifying yeah. yourself. I mean, you put your hands. It's man, ridiculous. I got to do it yourself. Home method for that. Drop a toaster in the tub. <laughs> okay. What about the human hamster wheel? That's just a treadmill. No, a human hamster wheel. Like, it is literally a wheel that you are strapped into and roll around. Add it to the studio. Like, they have them at circuses now. Yeah. (laughs) It's insane. Okay, the gyro wheel. I assume that's gyro wheel and not hero wheel. I assume we're talking about (laughs) gyroscopic kind of wheel and not a... Mediterranean sandwich. sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Flipped people around in every direction. Well, great. That's some good exercise right there. I swear to goodness, the things people will do to... Lose weight. Lose weight without actually exercising. I think that's what you like are flipping around and you actually get sick and throw up and so that's how you lose weight. okay. I don't know. Fantastic. (laughs) Bulimia is what we call it now. Number nine, Cam. The 1950s were a weird decade, you guys. Uh, This decade brought out the nautical treadmill. Fun fact, the treadmill was first created to help reform prisoners. I did not know that. Reform prisoners? like Make them better? Yeah. Better send humans? them on a better path by putting them in a pool on a treadmill? I Go run. I don't know. I don't understand these things. Katie, number okay. 10. What? I got the bucking bronco, and now I get the mechanical bull was once used as a workout as well. Well, sure. Because, Rodeo you know. queen over here. <laughs> Uh, Number 11 is the bongo board. It's a skateboard looking thing that looks like it's a... um, It was like a skateboard looking thing uh, on a roller. So it's like you're balancing on a... Okay, this was very much like a sort of a a balance. This was sort of a small muscle movement Yeah, it's supposed to work with your core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would help strengthen your core. You would stand on this thing and try and stay standing and not roll off the ball. Um, but it was supposed to help with your with your small muscle movement. Like it's kind of like the hoverboards so that forth. came out recently. There are still some exercises out there that that are based on this kind of theory of of small muscle workouts. Um, but yeah, I, the the bongo board uh, is. It, let's <laughs> let's get rid of that name. What about Las Picas? Two poles attached to a small box. I have no idea what it does. <laughs> so it's 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 crazy. It's just this little bitty box and these two long like skiing poles almost. And then you would use them and you would like stretch with them and move in different directions holding the poles. Yeah, it, it sounds, I mean. You train things, acrobats with those maybe? Yeah, possibly. Well, Who it's knows? Like, I mean, you use them almost like you're skiing or, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. going to put it. These things, it's it's, it's just, weird. Yeah, it's okay. So Katie gets my favorite one of the day. <laughs> Getting a little bit more modern, the shake weight, y'all. Yes, of I mean, course. this just looked ridiculous. I I, I did own one, so. <laughs> oh no! Oh <laughs> lord! They're so bad. We'll post a picture. Okay, number fourteen, weighted hula hoop. 
I could see this. I, mean, I own know. one of these too, actually. I, yeah, I awesome. think we actually had one in our house for a while. It was, uh, it was. It, it leaves us leaves some crazy bruises. Well, I could. I, I can't hula hoop. I can't. I can't get it to go around once. So I. It's, it's actually easier with the weight. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. I like this. I'm. I'm against it. Y'all ever heard of the kangoo jumps? I believe mm. these are like the trampoline shoes, right? The bouncy yes. shoes. Mm. Yep. I've seen videos recently where women are going crazy with these things. Yeah, sounds I fun. mean, it sounds fun, but I feel like I'd <laughs> bounce away or break something. Okay, uh, the ab lounger. I remember this, too. It was like the lounge chair, but you'd, like, do crunches with it. Um, but it's just weird to, like, uh, again, a workout thing with the word lounge in it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're working out, you shouldn't just be, like, it shouldn't be easy. Well, I mean, you know, I just don't think you're you're hitting the right tone if you're encouraging people to lounge while they... Like, yeah, well, yeah hey, eating your bag of Doritos and, while you're lounging in your mm-hmm. ab lounger. Okay, so number 17 is I actually owned a pair of uh, Skechers Shape Ups. These were the shoes that were, they just. You owned a pair? I owned a pair. <laughs> they were, uh, they were, they were, they just kept you slightly, slightly off balance. You had to, it wasn't even that you were off balance. You could stand there without having to struggle to balance, but it, it, it affected the way you walked in such a way that again, it sort of focused on these small muscle movements and this uh, the the workout of small muscles that would supposedly help your core strength and so forth. I wore them maybe twice and I didn't see any any any. So it wasn't a very good investment. It was well, I mean, somebody got them for me. I didn't pay for oh, them. Oh, okay. I'm finishing the list with the ultimate piece of 1980s and 1990s pop culture. We've got the Thighmaster. Oh, yeah. I remember commercials with Suzanne Summers rocking the Thighmaster. Wasn't it her that was the spokesperson? Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, with the 80s workout gear. Okay, well, that concludes our list of our crazy workout equipment. Here's a simple way to uh, lose weight if you want to lose weight. You need to burn more calories than you take into your body. So if you consume a certain number of calories and you want to lose weight, you need to burn more than you consumed. Very easy. But to burn calories, you're going to have to get up off the sofa. Boom. Okay, so... Some people need help with that whole burning calories idea. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's... It is something that people are always looking at. I remember growing up, you know, Oprah and watching all these TV shows and Oprah was the ultimate yo-yo dieter. I mean, she constantly was promoting different things and it's just in my lifetime thinking of all these different diet trends we've had. Trends, keyword. You have Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers, P90X, Jazzercise, Slim Fast. I mean, there's so many different things out there and all of these were going to be the diet. Get, you know, your great body in three weeks or you're going to be ripped like Shantae or whoever all these people are like, you're going to look like them. But my question is like, okay, well, if there was one diet that worked so great, why aren't they still around? Like, no, there's some that are still around, like Weight Watchers and stuff, but... I mean, I Is Tybo with Billy Blank still around? Oh, yeah, Tybo. Late see, 90s. It's another one. Yeah. Um, But see, that's the thing is like, they're not really around that much. Most people are losing money. And not losing weight. Mm. Um, someone in the office made a joke uh, the other day about how, oh, yeah, I did Jenny Craig for three months and I lost $88. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of what happens. Um, it's estimated that 45 million Americans go on a diet each year, spending $33 billion a year on weight loss products. Obviously, each individual is not spending $33 billion, but across the board, we're spending billions and billions of dollars on this whole industry. And... The way I want you guys to think about it is, yeah, it's, we talk about buying stocks. We talk about how 
there are thir certain things that are not right for everybody. That if you hear in a coffee shop or you're talking to a friend and he just tells you this story about his friend's best friend's girlfriend who just made all this money investing in X stock, then what do you want to do? You want to go and get this even though you haven't done the research of, is it right for you? Is this in the best interest of you? Is this a smart investment? Well, we do the same thing on a daily basis most of the time with the weight loss industry. We hear a coworker saying, oh yeah, I've started taking this kickboxing class or I've started this new diet and I've lost all this weight or I'm doing that. Then you go, oh, well, I want to lose weight too or I want to gain muscle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to jump on it. And before you know it, you've already signed your life away and are committed to this big old thing. And, and that's the thing. These A lot of these weight loss programs are prepaid, uh, especially mm -hmm. like a lot of the exercise classes and stuff. You prepay for a certain number of days or whatever that you're going to go into this class. And so they've got your money. They don't care if you come back for the actual classes. No, it's all about advertisement. It's like, oh, you're going to sleep better. You're going to... And they find different ways to get you and figure mm -hmm. it out. But... And I, I'll admit, I'm I'm this type of person. Until recently, I've really become aware of it. Is you then start something, and you don't you don't ease into it. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. You know what? I'm not gonna do the month to month plan. I'm gonna save the money, and I'm gonna sign it for the year. Mm. So I'm now I'm committed for a year. But oh. I also need to make sure I get new workout clothes. Oh, I need to get the equipment they offer. I need to get the containers that they recommend to measure the food. I need to buy the food scale. I need to do this, this, this. And then what happens a month later? You have all this crap that you were just going to sit in a box or shove somewhere. And be like, eh, well, I didn't really like it. It didn't fit me. It's not what I wanted. But you've already spent all of this money. And what do you have to show for it? Eh, well, you had a bad investment. I have two very, very good examples of, of this sort of thing that for me. Um, one, uh, I think we listed both of these. We, I know we listed at least one of them as crazy exercise programs. And I did P90X. And a friend of mine had done it. And it, was, it worked for him. And mm -hmm. it worked for his wife. And so I did it too. They had all of the equipment. They were done doing it. They didn't want to do it again. So they loaned me their videos and loaned me their equipment. Oh. I got in insane shape, but I was an absolute fanatic about it. I followed the workouts down every single day for 90 days. I was doing exactly what Tony Horton told me to do. I ate what Tony Horton told me to eat. I basically did not eat ate nothing but a chicken breast a day mm -hmm. and, you know, I think I, I I had water and I worked out every day. And I would tell other people, like, they would ask me, why are you, how are you getting in such good shape? And I'd say, I'm doing P90X, it's great. they go, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. And so they would they would get it, and I would come to them, and I'd be like, how's it going? And they'd be like, well, you know, I, I like it. It's really good. Some of, some of it's really good. But I, I, there's this, the, these two workouts that I don't like, so I skip those days. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to, that's going to, and I'm like, well, what about your diet? Are you, are you eating, are you, are you eating right? And, well, you know, I mean... I'm, I'm maybe cutting some food out or whatever. And it, it's, it, it was, it was, I, I didn't ever fuss at people. I'm not that kind of fanatic, but I did, I kind of in my head was like, well, it's not going to have the same result for you that it did for me because I was absolutely anal about it. Uh, and I, I gave it back to my friends when I was done with it and bought my own and bought all of the equipment. And so you were smart. You tried it out with an opportunity, but. It's the difference if you were in the mindset of yeah. this is what I want to do. And I think that 
as I started making my list of all the random reminders I find around in my house of these random equipments and bands and shake packets and, you know, plexus little drink things to put in, mm-hmm. that it's not that all of those were bad. They are, they could work for certain people. It was that at the time that I was getting all of that, it was I was looking for that quick thing. We talked about these workout things of people, you got to put in the hard work. I mean... Court, what are you and I doing right now? We're walking around the lake with this crazy, not at this exact moment, but, um, you know, Court and I have started in this crazy summer heat. We've been walking around the lake behind our office doing several laps and, you know, It's hot outside. It's hot. It's hot. And all it is is requires us to have, you know, some decent tennis shoes. And yes, we have a watch that we're tracking it, but it really doesn't cost anything to us and it's knowing yourself and that's what I want you to know in this episode we're not bashing all these programs or different workouts it's about finding what fits you and making that smart financial decision ultimately I ended up not doing P90X anymore after I bought all that equipment so you know (laughs) it, it ended up being pointless the other program that I did was Weight Watchers that worked great for me too again I was a fanatic about following my points and so I lost a ton of weight but then the next time I tried Weight Watchers it didn't work for me because I wasn't I just didn't have the same sort of zeal and so you know but again you have to if you, any program that you sign up for whatever mm-hmm. that program is you have to make sure that it's going to fit your lifestyle that you are going to be committed to it and you're going to be almost fanatical about following whatever the rules are that they give you um, and then that it's also going to be proper for the level of fitness that you are at when you start. Yeah. It's and right now with social media being so big, there's constantly all these people selling different things. But if you look at those pictures of the before and after, there's always little small prints at the bottom of them with the little disclaimers that are like, you know, must do this also with a um healthy diet of this many calories. Yeah. Or, you know, the average results are this. This is an anomaly. This is someone who may have been doing the program, but they also were doing two other programs. Mm. Like it's, but it's still, it's that manipulation of showing us this. And then we look at it and want to be that person who's lost 50 pounds in two months. And it's, you've got to take a step back of reality because think about it. This industry has been around for a long time. I talked about the advertisement back in war times. So it's not a new thing. It's just much more in our face and it's much easier now with streaming, which think back to our subscription services. It's just, it's so available, but before you know it, you were literally nickel and dimed so much money Mm -hmm. that you were spending on this and the food industry part of it. We've been told, okay, well, you know, you can eat bacon. Oh, now, now, now you can't eat bacon or, you know, only organic. It's, it changes every season. I feel like what you can and can't eat. And so if you're keeping up with not only the workout trends, but the diet trends, you're blowing so much money. Uh, actually I thought you would think this was funny court. Um, there was a doctor that was talking about how, yeah, you know, if you hear, if you hear a, an article and it says, oh, well, doctors suggest, you know, eat fat, avoid carbs, then you're like, oh, well, a doctor told me to do this. I should do this. Well, it's not your doctor. You don't know who this person is. So this other doctor actually came out and showed how you could lose 27 pounds eating Twinkies. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a diet. That's an interesting diet, right? Mm-hmm. His point wasn't of trying to convince people to eat Twinkies. It was that... It really is just about adjusting 
your calories and what you're eating and what you're doing that you could still lose weight. And it was, I mean, I'm sure it upset a lot of people when he did it, but it's just that a lot of people take, as you said, oh, well, I don't want to do this workout or I don't want to do that exactly. Well, if you're not following it exactly, you're not going to get the results. Yeah, there's no way any plan is going to get you the results you want unless you're following the plan the way that they have it set. I mean, you know, they they do make promises. Unlike our industry, the the, the diet industry makes a lot of promises. Lots of broken promises. (laughs) Yeah, but they also have a lot of fine print. And a lot of times that fine print says, you've got to do this exactly as we say you do it or Mm -hmm. it will not work for you. It's like, okay, not having carbs and all of that. Well, it doesn't mean you eat a hamburger patty with 10 pounds of bacon on top of it and then a side of butter. Like, that sounds like you're going to have a heart attack. It does sound delicious. It sounds delicious, but... I I take that butter and melt it on a giant loaf of bread and just feed it to me. Oh, Oh, but see, you can have the bread. You could just have... You could eat a stick of butter. Yeah, okay. So... (laughs) Melt it on a steak and I'll eat the steak. Okay. Mm-hmm. So really, it, again, I'm trying not to bash on this, but you're putting your money, faith, and health into a broken concept because it's constantly new things coming out. And it's kind of like a casino in the sense that, and go with me, this may be weird, but a lot of these companies, a lot of these industries are expecting you, it's like the gyms, they're expecting you to sign up for a year knowing that you're probably not going to use the service as much. And they expect you to sign up and buy all this supplements and stuff like that, knowing that you're probably, you know, not going to use it. But they've already got your money, so they don't care. They don't care. And they, they make it hard to, to, to get out of your membership oh, with yeah. the joint, too. Yeah, and, uh, and it's, you know, from 1980 to 2000, the obesity rates have doubled, and um, it has been considered an epidemic. And so then, obviously, that throws in the health concerns. Because, yes, the flip side of this, if you're not healthy and taking care of yourself, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. So it really is this It's important to take care of yourself, but, you know, find the right way to do it. Listen, this, this, this stuff is, dieting is not natural. Like going on diets that are extreme, that cut out significant number of calories and so forth, that's not natural. So the naturally what is going to happen to you when you when you lose a ton of weight is once you're done losing all that weight, you're going to go back to eating more normally. And Mm -hmm. then your, your habits are going to increase and you're all of a sudden. So you've got to find something that's going to work for you. And so there's, there may be an exercise program out there that it, that does work or a diet or some sort of eating platform out there that does work for you, but make sure it's right for you and don't spend a bunch of money on something that's just the newest fad. Yeah, like the no hype diet. I actually saw this somewhere. It says the no hype diet, it's not sexy, but it works. It's, as you started out this episode, Cord, it's, you know, figure out how many calories that you need to cut in order to lose weight and then just get moving, work out, mm-hmm. balance it out and make sure that you're, we're kind of like houseplants. Make sure you're hydrated, make sure you get some sunlight, make sure you get some nutrition. Yeah. And that's what it is. There's no secret to weight loss. It's just, it's hard work. And yes, there's great things, but it's figuring it out. Um, I thought this was interesting. Millennials and Gen Z spend an average of $124 a month on fitness elements. And they're actually going in debt. About 38% of millennials and 41% of Gen Zs have had or are currently dealing with credit card debt due to finance due to fitness-related expenses because they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. And, I mean, I know just my prime example with my friends, like, they know that I'm 
trying to work out right now. And so I've got one friend. If, if I was to jump on the bandwagon, then I would be paying for Orange Theory to go work out a couple of days with Taylor. And I'd be doing kickboxing with Mary. And I'd be signing up for the meal plans and workout videos with Danielle. And okay. And then, you know, walking with you. Well, which one's isn't the... Somebody, which one's isn't the, somebody trying to sell you workout clothes too? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. the Zia, Zaya, whatever yeah, it is. Like, yeah. they want... Because you want to look good if you're working sure, out. Sure, of course you do. Why not? So... I buy my workout clothes at Target. Come on, people. But, like, all of that combined, if I was to sign up and do that, I'm like, yeah, okay, I've got it everywhere. I'd be spending, like, $1,000 a month. Mm. And what would happen? I'd get so overwhelmed and wouldn't do any of it. It's so it's crazy, but I, I see how it's so hard right now to not jump on those bandwagons with social media and your friends sending you party links to buy the workout clothes or to do a week trial and try this out, but then read the fine print because a lot of times with those trials, they still keep your credit card. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, you like it, right? So let's just keep doing it. And you've got those coaches that are uh, salespeople salespeople essentially yeah, basically but they're salespeople they're, they're, a lot of these a lot of these workout programs are multi-level marketing i mean you you get assigned a coach mm-hmm. but what that coach is there to do is to try and get you to buy more stuff yeah and then so, maybe you have such great results that then they want you to become a coach oh yeah and so it's it's just understanding be sure of who you are and what you really want and don't get wrapped up into it but it is it's hard and it's such a vicious cycle because as we touched on before, you want to be healthy so you don't have health problems because then that's going to cause more money. But also you don't want to be in the poor house because you're trying to be so trendy with your health as okay. well. So let's break it down for them. What are the most common expenses that people are going to see when they're trying when they're when they're trying to exercise, when they're trying to be healthy? So if you can be conscious of these and sort of know, okay, I'm I'm spending a lot of money on this. What are, what what are they? So gym memberships. Duh. Workout attire. Sure, why not? Equipment. Yeah, that's obvious. Mobile apps with like the streaming probably. Oh gosh. Personal trainer. Yeah. Those boutique fitness classes, like the spin classes Mm -hmm. and all of that. Yep. Yep. And then um, there's a small percentage of people that have like the class pass. And I think that's more of another subscription service to try different workout things. Oh, okay. So here, pay us (laughs) and then you can try them all and never use any of them. Well, and that's, I mean, there's also the, you know, if you need a nutritionist or those buying those cleanses Mm -hmm. or those personalized, haha, personalized meal plans. Because unless you really are spending a lot of money to get a personalized meal plan, you're getting a, here's your bracket. You're female. You're in this age range. You weigh this much. So you really got to figure out what is going to fit you personally from a physical, from the physical perspective, from what foods are actually best for your body, because different foods actually work better for different people. But also you're going to have to figure out what works for you financially. So you've got a budget. We're just basically giving you one more budget that you have to do. You've got to budget your food and your exercise. But to do that, you're probably going to have to spend a little money and that needs to be in your real budget as well. (laughs) absolutely i mean it's because yes on the other side of it if you are not healthy then you could have expenses of teeth issues so your dental expenses go up your health insurance can be affected down the road you know you could get type 2 diabetes you could get you know heart attacks stuff like that that could happen to you because you're not taking care of yourself and so it is that balance um and it's okay if you 
really like the equipment, like make sure you're committed to doing it at the gym and using their equipment before you go and buy it yourself. Or if you do decide to buy it, finance it. Make sure it's a good investment. Some of these things, take advantage of their trials. Or if you've got a friend, like Court, you taking advantage of your friend's P90X. That was awesome. Yeah, now I take advantage of his... uh uh, of his Peloton. Okay. Now he's got a Peloton, so I just go use his. I'm not sure if I like it yet. <laughs> and we, I do have to agree, ex- healthier food is more expensive. And so that's kind of initial. But then you think about, okay, if you switch from getting your Route 44 Coke from Sonic every day, then how much money were you spending on that versus now you're going to get a salad? So it may have that first initial adjustment of it being more expensive, but in the long run, that is probably going to be a smarter decision for you. Mm-hmm. So, Smart okay, choices. <laughs> let's uh, listen. And it, you don't necessarily have to go with any program whatsoever. For instance, as Katie already pointed out, right now we're just walking around a lake. Now, granted, I'm not counting my calories yet. I'm trying to get back into shape after basically a year of uh, of losing it mentally and physically. So uh, we're just we're taking baby steps. But Cameron stays fit, and Cameron, your your major form of exercise. Excuse me, I stay fit. <laughs> well, I mean, you're certainly more fit than I am. Oh, working Lord. on your, your major form of exercise is what. Um, so I drink beer, I eat all I can, <laughs> and I watch my beautiful wife wake up every morning and run and work out. And she and makes me feel bad about myself. And you go play disc golf. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. I do, yeah. That, yeah. that That is my form of exercise. Yeah. I mean, you get out there and that, it, it's, it's tiring. I've gone out with you. It's tiring. It is, yeah. And it's not a traditional form of exercise, but you're getting out there and you're outdoors and you're moving around a lot. Yeah. You're walking 18 holes. So, yeah. you know, and it's fun. So yeah, sweating, yeah. I enjoy running, but I go through phases like I'll, yeah. I'll run for two months and then i like hurt myself or get sick and then i stop i mean i was just like every other thing that i've done i was fanatical about running for a long time and then when i stopped i just i i, I couldn't get back on the wagon once i fell off you know what the best way to get back into shape is look at a picture of yourself that someone posts yeah oh yeah awful. That's, that's oh it's terrible awful. you do it to us all the time but see then, <laughs> I do, I do. But then there's and i'm not going down that rabbit hole very far but there is the <laughs> mental part of it then that there's some people that feel embarrassed that they've gone too far, that they now have to, there's no point. They shouldn't try anymore. Or they feel like unless they can look cute in this workout clothes, because it has become a trend for, this is probably a girl thing, not a guy thing, but I get it of like, you can't walk up into a spin class unless you look fabulous. You've got to have your hair done. You've got to have your makeup done. You've got to. That's a girl thing. Yeah. Makeup before a workout? It's. I mean, not necessarily, that may be a little dramatic, but it's kind of one of those. You got to look the part. You've got to look the part. And so that's, you've got to figure out what works for you. I danced for 15 years and I never worked out in a gym. It's just, I danced five days a week. And so that was my workout. And then I ended up having to have two ankle surgeries after I finished dancing. And I've still struggled to this day to figure out like, what is my niche? What is going to be my thing that I do? And, you know, I'm already right now, I'm walking with Court, and I'm like, well, crap, he's going to be running before I know it. Am I going to try and keep up with him running? Because I hate running. Yeah. Well, I used to hate running, too, and then I really got into it. And my hope is that I'll get back into it. Because as you've already blabbed to people, I'm planning on running a race sometime in the future. But everything <laughs> does go to finances, right? Everything everything that, that, that we've talked about today, it's just 
money. It all comes back to money. You've got to be healthy because that saves you money on healthcare expenses, mm-hmm. but you don't want to overspend on health and fitness ideas that you're not actually going to use. So, Do your research and make sure it's a good investment. Yeah. So uh, again, crap, I'm like doing summarizing and we're not to the bullseye yet. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we get to that bullseye? Okay. So you don't, <laughs> so you don't spill the beans before the bullseye. Yes. Katie, what is your bullseye? Okay, so my bullseye is going to be, think about this again, like a lot of times you're very, hopefully by listening to this podcast, you're aware of your finances and how you don't put all your eggs in one basket, you diversify, you really do research and figure out what's best for you at this point in your life, not what you were 10 years ago, you know, not maybe what you may be, but how you are right now. And it's the same thing with your health and fitness. It's one of those Drown out all the noise around you. Drown out all the temptations and the what seems like a good idea and the manipulation and figure out what is going to work best for you, your lifestyle, and your budget. If you can't afford to join an Orange Theory or something like that, that's fine because look at these crazy workouts we've had. You can come up with anything in your house. You've got your body. Go out and move it. Figure out what to eat or what not to eat. Don't have some do weights, this. man. Just use some bottles of whiskey if you got those <laughs> Thanks later. Thanks for calling me out, Corey. I Jeez. didn't call you out. You didn't. You called yourself out. In I high school, just... I would use our propane tanks. I mean, yeah, you can do whatever. And so it's just one of those don't break the bank just to try and work on your fitness. Yes, take care of yourselves because we hope that y'all are all around for a long, long time to listen to us when we're recording episode 323. But, Mm. yep, I threw that out there, y'all. Okay, I'm going to stop. Just make the smart investment. Really think about what's best for you overall and do not end up in the poorhouse just to be trendy with the fitness trends. Bullseye. Bullseye. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my bullseye is simple. Calories in calories out. Burn more than you take in and you can drop your weight. Eat healthy, you can maintain your weight. Figure out the best way that it's going to work for you. It doesn't have to be complicated. Everybody looks for the next weight loss way that's going to save them time not have them not require them to put in maximum effort that magic pill (laughs) they're willing to pay if they don't have to put in maximum effort and that's just not necessarily the way to go figure out how many calories you need to burn and burn them and that way you won't burn your money bullseye oh katie there's the closing bell ladies and gentlemen you've made it to the end of yet another episode of the bullcast podcast welcome to the end If you liked what you heard and you haven't heard it before, guess what? We do this every week, every week on Thursday. And you can go to your favorite subscription service and subscribe, and it will be beamed directly into your ears every single Thursday. If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie or this podcast, or if you'd just like to leave us a comment or suggest a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about, you can go to our website and do all of that. That website is bullcastpodcast.com. We also post pictures occasionally on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at bullcastpodcast. And every now and then we'll also post a link to something that we like or that we've talked about on Twitter. And that handle is also at bullcastpodcast. You getting the theme here? Bullcast Podcast. It can be your friend. Also, 
If you'd like to find out more about where Katie and I actually work, because we have mentioned that, uh, that we are actually work for a financial advisor. The name of the fi financial advisor that we work for is Pickler Wealth Advisors. You can find out more about where we work, more about our awesome team, and more about our awesome boss, David Pickler, at picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, we have given you everything you need to go forth and be merry. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we out.